Hello, and welcome to Grim and Whim, unnerving tales to haunt, mystify, and spark curiosity. Let's be curious together. Welcome back. Today, I'll be reading a selection of super short, scary stories under 500 words. The subreddit r slash short scary stories is a great resource for a quick jolt of horror, and my ADHD brain appreciates the quick delivery of the scares. So with that, let's get started. Before reading the first story, I just wanted to say that I was super excited when I found this story on the subreddit for short scary stories. It's called 10 Simple Rules for Surviving the Apocalypse, and the entire thing is just such a vibe, and it's just so enjoyable to read, and whoever wrote it was incredibly creative and definitely has seen their fair share of apocalyptic film or TV shows. It's very reminiscent of rules you might want to take along with you if you were Surviving in the Walking Dead, which is one of my favorite shows, so I definitely enjoyed reading this, and I hope you enjoy listening to it. 10 Simple Rules for Surviving the Apocalypse Number 1. Find a breathing mask immediately. There are things in the air. Small, microscopic things that float like pollen and enter through your nose and mouth. If you've ever been out, and thought you smelled something sweet, like cotton candy. It's too late. Your lungs are about to liquefy, slowly, cell by cell. Sorry about that. Number two, only drink from fast-moving streams. It doesn't matter if you've got a water filtration unit. Never collect water from ponds or lakes. It's not just because of the dead bodies. It's the half-dead ones. They stay down there for months at a time, just waiting for someone who doesn't know better. Number three, stay away from settlements. Any half-decent settlement already has too many mouths to feed. If you ask, they'll let you in, but they won't let you stay. They've got all those hungry mouths after all. Number four, don't eat the birds. I don't know what these new birds are, but they smell like tar and their meat can burn a hole in your throat. Stick with canned goods and cockroaches. Number five, it's safe to travel by night, but if you hear a sound like a ticking stopwatch, stand perfectly still and wait until the sun comes up. They'll pass you by as long as you don't move. Number six, don't aim for the heart or the brain. Aim for the legs if they can walk. Aim for the arms if they can crawl. Don't assume anything will stay down for good. Just make sure you can run faster than they can. Number seven, red sores heal with time. White sores will rot down to the bone within 48 hours. Remove the limb, cauterize the wound. That should buy you a few weeks at least. Number eight, the living don't knock. If you're holed up somewhere with four walls, 
and hear someone knocking. Ignore it. Whatever it is needs you to let it in. And you really don't want to do that. Number nine, don't be alarmed if you see angels. It's normal to see things being made of soft light descending from the heavens. It just means there are parasites attached to your optic nerves. They can't kill you. They'll just consume your eyes from the inside out. Number 10. Always leave one bullet for yourself. It's a brave, difficult thing to make a life here in the after, but eventually you'll get tired. Eventually, you'll see that all of the things you can do during the apocalypse, surviving, might just be the worst. But that's for you to discover. Until then, good luck. I can't tell you how excited I was to read that story. I really wanted to share it with you all. Once I found it, it, it reminded me of Zombieland. And it sort of reminded me a bit of the show Supernatural. Um, it just, I don't know, it just completely was just so interesting to read. And I hope that someone somewhere picks this up and makes a show out of it or a movie or something because it's very interesting, the concept. It seems like there is some sort of living dead element to it, but I don't think it's George A. Romero, you know, zombies that we're used to. I think it's something else, and that's very interesting, and, and I'm hoping to find more stories or how-to lists that are similar to this because it was very interesting, and I actually had chills reading it, which does not happen often. So I hope that you enjoyed listening to it as much as I did reading it. And with that, let's move on to our next story. The next story is titled, Personality Test. Warning, terrifyingly accurate. Answer these questions and discover your true self. It's late at night and I'm bored, so why not? I click the link, instructions. Pick the answer that most accurately describes you. After 15 short questions, you will see who you really are. Number one, I get scared easily. There is a menu with answers ranging from strongly agree to strongly disagree. I answer disagree. Number two, I am always around other people. I spend most of my time alone in my room. I click strongly disagree. Number three, I pay attention to my surroundings. I admit that I am usually wearing earphones, blissfully unaware of my surroundings. Disagree. Number four, I live alone. I dislike having roommates, so strongly agree. Number five, I would know if I'm being watched. My eyes widen. What is this? Some cheap trick to scare me? Well, I'm not falling for that. Strongly agree. Number six. Are you sure? Okay, test. I get it. You want to scare me. I'm not so easily scared, though. Strongly agree. 
Number seven, I worry a lot. Not really. Disagree. Number eight, I have a hyperactive imagination. Only somewhat. Agree. Number nine, I trust people easily. I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. Strongly agree. Number 10, I trust the person standing behind me. My eyes widen and I quickly turn around and check. There is nothing but an empty doorway. Is this another cheap tactic to scare me? Strongly agree. Number 11, I am good at running. Strongly disagree. Number 12, I have experienced fighting. Strongly disagree. What is this test trying to imply here? Number 13, I love meeting strangers. Not particularly. I prefer being alone most of the time. Disagree. Number 14, I'm alone in my house right now. I don't have anyone visiting and I live alone. Strongly agree. Number 15. Are you certain? I answer that I strongly agree. Then click a box labeled Submit Answers. Please wait while we process your results. I'm disappointed in this test. I guess it might make for a nice gag link to send to my friends. Maybe I'll get a few crude scares in. Right from the start, I knew that the questions were trying to imply that there was some spooky, scary thing in my room. Oh well, let's just wait and see my results. Loading, 10%. Loading, 64%. Loading, 99%. Loading, done. Click the link below to view your test results. I click the link leading to my test results expecting to see some generic personality profile. Instead, I see a picture of myself sitting at my computer answering question 10. Shocked, I examine the picture closely. Then the realization hits me. Based on the camera angle, the picture was taken from the doorway just behind me. The next story is titled, Please Read Every Word. Don't turn around. Seriously, he's right behind you. In fact, he's reading this very warning over your shoulder. The fact that you're still alive and reading is proof that my experiment has worked. It wasn't easy figuring out how to cast a protection spell over the sheer number of people that he's after right now. And since he can be just so, so many places at once, that's a lot of people. Keep reading. He's getting angry, but he can't touch you as long as your eyes are here. Once you get to the end of this message, the spell will be complete and you can do whatever you want after that. He won't even be able to show himself to you at that point. Trust me, no one wants to see that anyway. All smiles with razor teeth, flaming eyes, needle claws, enough to drive anyone mad. 
He's been following you for a while now, by the way, watching you sleep, savoring the coming moment when he would finally bleed you out. If you'd looked down at the foot of your bed a little bit more often, you might have seen the three red eyes hungrily sweeping over you when the darkness was at its deepest. The eyes are the only part most of us see. The rest of him only shows up when he finally touches you. Ignore that itch. He's trying to distract you. And if you take your eyes off the screen again, before you reach the end, you're done for. I worked for a long time trying to figure out how to distribute the spell. I finally managed to combine technology and magic in a way that I didn't think was possible. I designed a word processing app, and I can administer any spell at my disposal just by writing it out in a document. The more complex the spell, the longer the document needs to be, and the recipient must read the entire message. Otherwise, the spell will only work while you keep your eyes on the message. You're almost there. You're doing great. This thing has been around a long time, you know. All the way back to the first days of man, in fact. He killed so many and terrified so many more until the Egyptian mystics finally found a spell to keep him at bay. A pretty complex spell, too. My app needs a document about 600 words long to properly cast it. But ever since they figured it out, he hasn't had free reign like he used to. Now, he needs a servant to cast a counter spell on a victim before he takes them. That spell's not nearly as complex, though only needs about 400 words. And by the way, the end of that sentence, just now, was word 450. They're all yours, Master. Bon Appetit. Our final story is titled, 20 Questions. Do you remember the game, 20Q? 20Q was the computerized version of the parlor game, 20 questions. You would think of an answer, like shovel, and the game would ask you 20 yes or no questions. At the end of the round, the console would guess your answer based on the responses you provided. I had all but forgotten about the game until I agreed to help my mother with spring cleaning. I was clearing out my brother's room while she was tilling our backyard for planting. I knew I'd have to go take over for her soon, or she would insist that she would finish all the heavy digging herself. I was packing up the last box when I saw our old 20Q console. Years ago, Adam and I had begged our mom to buy us one. Looking at the plastic crimson sphere now brought back a flood of memories. Feeling nostalgic, I thought of an answer and powered the game on. The console emitted a sequence of beeps before asking, Is it an animal? No, I answered. Vegetable, 
No. Mineral? No. Other? Yes. The box beeped. I'm thinking. Is it a living thing? No. Is it a tool? No. I'm thinking. Can you play with it? Yes. Can you play pirates with it? I frowned. That was oddly specific. Still, I answered, yes. If while playing pirates, you pushed it a little too hard and it fell down the stairs and broke, would you try to fix it? No. Call your mother? No. Panic and try to cover up your mistake? My hands shook as I pressed, yes. When your mother asked you where it was, did you tell her the truth? No. Lie and say you hadn't seen it? Yes. When you tried to hide your mistake, where did you stash it? Did you store it in your closet, hoping no one would notice? No. Drag it out to the dumpster in a trash bag? No. Bury it in the backyard. With trembling fingers, I hit. Yes. When the dog wouldn't stop sniffing around its grave, did you confess to your mistake? No. Bribe the dog with treats? No. Bury the dog next to its grave. Yes. Last question. When you buried it, did you know it was still alive? Trying to gasp for help through a crushed windpipe and the wet soil its brother methodically shoveled on top of it. I gasped, tears streaming silently down my face as I hit. No. The game word calculating. My guess is, you killed me, Charlie. You killed me, you killed me, and now you're going to pay. I dropped the 20Q console, my hands shaking. I was suddenly struck by how long the shadows were against the bedroom wall. Just how much time had passed while I was absorbed in the game's questions. I was acutely aware of the smell of freshly turned soil drifting in through my brother's bedroom window. Outside, in the backyard, my mother screamed. Thank you so much for joining me. It's goodbye for now, but I hope to haunt you again soon. If you have your own scary story, or a strange encounter, or anything else that falls under the umbrella of mysterious or chilling or spooky, you can type it out and please send it to grimandwhim at gmail.com. That's G-R-I-M-A-N-D-W-H-I-M at gmail.com. <laughs>